Oh, good morning, everyone. A blessed feast of the Holy Family to everyone. Now, it's not my call. It's way above my pay grade. But I wish Holy Mother Church would have given us a different gospel for today. Not that there was anything wrong with what we just heard. There's a lot of really beautiful things in there. I mean, amazingly beautiful things. So don't get me wrong on that. But instead of that one, I wish we would have gotten the gospel where Joseph and Mary lose Jesus for three days. Wouldn't that be a great gospel on the Feast of the Holy Family? Because family life is messy. Family life is messy. And, by the way, so is holiness, at least at the start. But family life is messy. So if your family life is messy, even in this moment, you're like, oh my gosh, we've got to keep the kids in in line and all this stuff. If that's messy... You're in good company with Mary and Joseph. And you're like, no, no, we're failing at this. And and Mary and Joseph would be like, yeah, we lost God for three days. For three days. Not like we forgot him at the truck stop in the caravan. No, we lost him for three days. And we have that in the scriptures. And I love that. I love that we have that in the scriptures. Because family life is messy. Right now, Listen, some of you have already experienced that reality as you get your kids ready for mass, right? And as they're sharing the bathroom, you have to get them fed, you have to wake them up, you have to pile them into the car to get here on time. Family life is messy, okay? And sometimes in the midst of the mess, because it's messy, we can lose sight of what's actually happening and the great gift that family life is. So my encouragement, especially you parents here, even if your kids are grown up and gone away, at this Mass, not later today, but even at this Mass, take a little time and thank God for each one of your family members, your kids, your parents, siblings, grandparents, aunts, uncles. Thank God for them. Because they're such a gift in family. Like I said, I know it's messy, and sometimes that mess can pull us off the gift. And, and it's gratitude for family, even in the midst of the mess, that can help us see through to what's really happening in family life. And what is really happening? Well, something critically important. St. John Paul II, he called the family the school of love. The school of love. Isn't that a beautiful phrase? That family is the school of love. And he says, it's where we first encounter love and then where we learn love, both how to receive it and how to give it. And friends, love can deal with mess. Love can handle messy. And in fact, it's precisely in the mess that love is most often revealed. It's easy to love when things are all properly ordered, everything's going according to plan. But when things go off the rails, that's where love is revealed, where we choose love in the midst of those moments. Also earlier in this homily, I said that holiness is messy, at least at the start. And that might be surprising to some people, like holiness, no. I mean, holiness is the proper order of God, right? And and if my family was holy, by the way, we would be here 15 minutes early Right? And even going back in the beginning of the day, I would knock on my children's door to wake them up, and I would open the door, and actually they would already be awake. They would already have brushed their teeth. They have their Sunday best on. 
they're ready with their prayer books and they're all ready because they're holy, because they're going to worship God. And then when they get here, we would all be in perfect attention all throughout mass, no distractions, not pulled off in any direction. At the consecration, we would almost levitate because our Lord has come to us and that's what it means to be a holy family. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not how God even intended it, okay? Maybe we get to that point in heaven. But that's not how holiness starts. Holiness starts in a mess. Holiness starts in a mess. Because holiness comes from God. And none of us are holy without God. In fact, what we've been celebrating these days is precisely this truth. What Christmas is all about is the incarnation that God chooses out of love to break into the mess, to enter right into it. And he comes to a mess. He doesn't come to a world that is perfect. He doesn't come to human hearts that are perfect. He comes to save the world. Now, yes, over time, his presence will clean up the mess. That's true on a cosmic level. It's true on a personal level. But it doesn't start that way. The path to holiness starts in a mess. St. Paul says it in Romans 5. It's precisely in this that we know God's love for us. That while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still a mess, Christ gave himself for us in love. That's what we really celebrate at Christmas, the incarnation. That's why we shouldn't be so afraid of messes but rather we should learn to start looking for God there because that's how he is found. Those are the places where he is found, precisely in the mess. And so Jesus enters into the mess of our family life. He enters in there, and if we look for him there, we'll find him. Jesus enters into the mess, and then patiently he begins to work on all of our hearts according to our ability to understand him. Hearts of our little ones, hearts of our teenage kids, hearts of our adult kids, hearts of our parents, grandparents. God's at work. He works. He enters in. And he's patient in that work. Listen, he was in his own life. Nothing in the incarnation is happenstance. It doesn't just happen. It's all very intentional. And Jesus spent most of his life, the vast majority of his life, in the daily ordinariness of family. 30 years in Nazareth. 30 years. We don't have hardly any of the events of that life. But it wasn't wasted time. It was very intentional time. That he spent more time in the quiet ordinariness of family life than he did preaching and healing, casting out demons, proclaiming the gospel. In some ways, that's really critical. Because yes, while the world is saved through his public mission, his presence was found most often in family, in the ordinary way of living. That's our ordinary existence. God loves to show up there. That's where we should look for him. And what we find then is we find the extraordinary in the ordinary. And that the ordinary opens up our eyes to what's actually extraordinary. So holiness happens 
in the ordinary, and it takes time. Now for you, what makes your family holy? Well, lots of different things, but two in particular, love and trust. If you love and if you trust, then you'll grow in holiness. Love each other without conditions, without expectations. Are we going to be a mess? Is the family going to be a mess? Yes, it is. Because all of our hearts are messy. And love doesn't ignore the mess. Love embraces the mess and enters into it in the same way that Jesus entered into our reality as a little child. And that presence of love then starts to change things. So choose to love each other. And then trust. To trust God in all circumstances. To trust him when things aren't going according to plan. To trust him when things are different than what you had hoped for. To trust him when there's some newness that breaks into your life that now you have to respond to. Mary and Joseph lived that. They had to trust at every turn. Love and trust are choices. Love and trust are choices. Love is not a feeling. Sometimes it has feelings associated with it, but it's way deeper than a feeling. St. Thomas Aquinas, when he talks about love, talks about love as a choice. It's an act of the will. To choose to love. So we can choose. Trust is also a choice because it's so connected to love. You choose to trust God in the realities of your life. And in that choosing, that opens up the door of your heart to God's presence, who loves to come in the ordinary. And then once he's present, then his extraordinary grace starts to change. First us. And then when we're changed, then the circumstances around us change. And God willing, the people around us change, not because we're forcing them to change, but because they're experiencing God in and through us. And it's God who works the miracle of transformation of heart. So friends, today, choose love. Love your family, including those who are a mess, because that's all of us. And choose to trust, trusting God, we make those two choices, to love and to trust, then I promise your family will become holy, even in the midst of the mess.